0: Thank you for tuning in to this message from Kingdom Airs International, headquarters located in Flagstaff, Arizona.
1: All right, I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to practice tonight. I'm really excited because we do have a full service, but it is so full of just, I feel like an overflow of what he's taking us into including the end of the evening which is multiplication and the sending out of the benedicts i feel like the entire service from start to finish is just overflow so we're going to start with just some dot connecting it's not a teaching night not necessarily a releasing night but a dot connecting in terms of the shift from community awareness to have an awareness and what that means for us and why it's so critical that we understand the role that it plays for the kingdom for our family and for anyone else who would call themselves a part of the remnant what it means to be um, learning how to ascend how to be um, how to utilize that as a strategy So we're going to have that. And then after we have some of those dots connected, we are going to have the opportunity to activate and to continue practicing. Because Heaven Awareness Night, we are practicing corporately what it looks like to encounter him, to ascend at the same time together. And I don't know about you guys, but, but for me, that's a super intimate act. So it takes on a whole other level when you do it side by side at the same time and being able to experience him in the same way together while still gaining different aspects of that encounter individually and then how that flows into um us corporately and what it means to walk that out so i'm really excited to be able to practice all of that tonight and ellen is going to lead us into that portion of the service so um so anyways okay so as we know this the flow of our service, or if you haven't been to a service at King Demir's before, or if you're tuning in for the first time, that we have a specific service each Friday night. Instead of a um, service that starts with worship and then there's a word and um, that, that has that kind of traditional flow, that instead we have a worship night, we have a teaching night, and then we have a heaven awareness night. And we used to have what was called community awareness. Okay, so we're gonna talk a little bit about what we gained during that time and how it prepared us for heaven awareness and what it is that we've been launched into. And when Missy was talking about back to basics, and last week Apostle Justin released specifically one of the things that he said, one of the I feel like I need to change the way I'm talking because we're getting ready to encounter him. So I'm going to talk a little softer now with that lighting change. Um, but uh, he talked specifically about going back to the basics and that a lot of the things that have been released, like uh, the week before when, it, when honor was released, uh, how that plays a role in our heaven awareness and encounters. And why going back to the basics, even encountering him really is basic. Being able to sit with Yahweh, right? To engage with him, to enter his presence, and let him kind of reveal to you his world. It really is a basic fundamental element of relationship with him. But it's something that we have kind of strayed away from. And now, as it's being reintroduced to the bride, it can be something that is seen as well, is that is that okay? But again, he's taking us back to his original intent even when it comes to how he engages with us, how he shows us things, right? How he answers our questions, how he reveals himself to us. Part of that is through encountering him. Yes? Okay, so when we had community awareness, I was going back through everything that we walked out as a family. And, and I don't just mean when we had community awareness, but in that season where that was one of our services, the things that we walked out or that we, were, that we were learning as a family, number one was what it meant to be family. We had the pillars, we had blood versus blood. During that season, we were learning, number one, that we are family, what that gives us, what we gain, and what that means for how we're supposed to walk as him on earth, right? That was in, it feels like it's continuing, but that was a previous season. And the reason why it was a precursor is because family is the answer. And now that we understand that we're a family, we need to learn how to operate as one. Right, Because we're family, but we're also governmental. Which means that we have the authority and the ability to be able to change things. Missy just said it. We have the authority to change things that do not line up with Yahweh in the spirit realm and on earth. That we're meant to... Excuse me. That we're meant to... um to shift things in both the spirit realm and on earth, we're meant to lead nations, right? And execute orders and judgments on earth and in the spirit realm. So we're we're being taught how to activate a part of the strategy. We've asked, we've asked for that. We've asked for the blueprint. We've asked for, okay, we understand that we're a family. What do we do with that? Right? What does that mean? How, 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 do we tra- how do we transform the world as a family? Well, he's because of the process that we endured, like walking out things like selfishness and complacency and understanding, understanding the foundation of, um, of honor, we're just beginning to get into that. We will more, but the reasons for those things is because he's entrusting us now with strategy. So the tools, strategy being the tools that we're actually going to utilize to implement change. And one of the tools that we're going to use to implement change are encounters. He's going to begin to trust us with the mysteries of his heart as well as the answers to questions that we've always asked. That doesn't mean that we won't necessarily be positioned a certain certain way in the physical, because we will, or we have been. That might change for some people what that looks like, but we will always be able to access that strategy as a family together to release change on earth and in the spirit realm. So we'll start to see that more and more as we practice but part of, part of it leading up to, um, or while we're practicing, is he's gonna continue refining our character and making sure that we are a pure vessel so that we are trustworthy of the answers and the mysteries of his heart. Which is why the things that he's released to us are not random right they are essential in order of in order for us to continue to gain momentum when it comes to being trusted with those things he's not going to allow us to enter his heart and expose not only the depths of his heart and his intentions for earth but also the intimate details of the, the lives of his other children on earth he's not going to trust us with that if we don't understand some basics like gratitude or humility right those were some some aspects of honor that we discussed the things that we when we talked about trading floors again those were all precursors to him handing us a strategy of engaging heaven and understanding the authority and the access that we have all the time and how it's going to change things on earth but we're not going to be able to walk that out or be trusted or gain more until we understand things like honor, okay? Until he's sure that we're walking out complacency, until he's sure that we're walking out a pursuit to know him. Part of the precursor as well was understanding how to function as a family. We talked about clinging, we talked about communication, consistency, right? Well, as we move forward, we can't forget all of those things because they're foundational to the strategies that he's releasing us into. So I just, want us, I just want us to make sure that as we continue practicing, we understand that when we shifted, it was because he said, we're ready. That's really exciting and encouraging that we're ready to be entrusted with some strategy right? It's going to be a process to understand how to fully utilize that strategy and understand our, our ultimate authority because it's, it's something that, we, we ha- that hadn't really been handed down to us before, that understanding of, of our authority in that way, but now we have a mother and a father who understand it and are imparting it so that we can begin to walk it out. Okay, So, one more thing before we get ready before we get ready is uh, just going back. I should have got the whiteboard, but um, that's okay. No, it's okay. It's, it's okay. I know. Um, okay, so we're preparing, again, to govern affairs, to solve problems, and we're gonna be entrusted with those answers to solve problems. In our encounters it's a strategy but first when we had uh, community awareness we had to be made aware we had to go back to such a basic level that we had to begin to be aware of things or individuals outside of ourselves right that's okay that's where we were he had to meet us there but I want to encourage us I felt encouraged that that he that he says that we've walked through this process enough to enough of a degree that doesn't mean that it ends, right? Because it's easy to go back in to being only aware of yourself. But as we walk that process out more and more, he's going to show us and take us deeper into an understanding of the strategies he's going to give us. Okay? Okay, so we are gonna get ready to practice encountering as a family. I asked Ellen if I had
2: permission to just kind of come and set the tone for a couple of things. I just was feeling it in my spirit, and so I just wanted to kind of connect a few things. And what I was, because there's a lot that just kind of came out, right? I mean, we just connected dots all the way from why are we family to what are we doing as a family, and now we're going to encounter, and we're going to, and I just kind of want to, I just want to, I, in some ways, I want to simplify some things, and I want to just set the tone for, for a few things. But, uh, And I hope that this is okay to do this. But I wanted to honor a couple of people that have not been here before. One of them is Dean, and the other is Annabelle. And the reason why I'm doing that is because being the spiritual mother in the mother month, when a son has a heart for someone, that person immediately also I now have a heart for so being a spiritual mother to Derek, and I know how, how much he, he loves, and when he, when he loves in the way that he does to bring somebody into family, just like Jalen, who loves to, to bring someone into family and say, I want to release the person that I love into family. Part of what Megan was talking about was tonight is um, all, all, all this is, is as a family, we're learning how to pray together. That's the best way to explain it for those that have what is an encounter what does this mean ascending what does this mean he's in the field the king is in the field what does a lul mean what is the first of a lul at the end of the day we're just a bunch of crazy people who love the kingdom and what we're saying the reason why we're saying this and talking this way is because a lot of what we've been taught just isn't truth We've been taught man's tradition, we've been taught religion, we've been taught you need to do this, you need to do this, you need I mean Jason that was perfect that you know you do this, you do this, you do this and then you obtain a certain area and then you can pray. That's not how this works. That just by being family and being loved on and coming into a place gives you the ability to be able to have full access to everything that God has and so I just I guess I just kind of wanted to set the tone for a couple of things because I found out there were some family members that had come a few weeks ago and they were like what is happening to you and who do you pray to I don't think about that when I get up here all excited and I say Yahweh or Yeshua but it's very simple the Bible in English says Jesus but that wasn't his name but because we've been taught man's tradition and we've, been, we've learned English, all of a sudden we've adopted this crazy thing where, where they uh, incorporated the Roman culture and called him Zeus. And, 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 and we don't even know this. We just think in the name of Jesus. And that's what's normal, right? But, it, but, but just like I wouldn't want somebody to come into my home 2,000 years and go, that one, that one Dayton guy, What did you call him, Tyler? Waylon? Could you imagine if Tyler just kept saying Waylon? And I was like, over here, why does he keep calling my son Waylon? Right? So we're just a crazy family that wants the fullness of it. And we're all practicing together. So I just want to encourage you guys that, you know, they say Apostle Justin and Apostle Tanya and being mother and father of this house does not mean that we've arrived to some area that allows us to encounter any more than anyone else. We are dealing with addiction. We are dealing in our home right now with escape. We are dealing with marriage fighting. We are dealing with raising our children. We're dealing with, uh, um, I mean, all those questions. We're like, mm-hmm. What are you supposed to own that you haven't owned? Try the laundry room. That's the level I'm at. So if you have come here tonight feeling either disqualified or I just want to encourage you that all we're doing tonight is we're just praying. We're just learning how to pray. Here's what I do want to say. Usually when you're taught to pray, you have to pray a certain way. You have to pray it correctly. And it's from a position of I'm down here and I'm gonna pray and I hope he's gonna answer my prayers. And you pray kind of with like one eye open. I really hope that, and and I'm speaking personally, I really hope that this isolation, escape, and addiction leaves my home. I really hope that outbursts of anger will, 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 will leave my home. I really hope that complacency will stop. I really hope that my marriage can be fully restored. I really hope that my kids can walk in the fullness. I really hope that this brokenness would go away, right? But you're kind of praying like this. And what we're learning as a family is it's time to stand up. And it's time to pray from a position that we can be face-to-face with the King of Kings, the one that gives us all of it, that we're not here begging for it, but we're here dining with Him. That's why these encounters might be an hour long. And you might be like, I don't have the spiritual stamina to pray for an hour. That's okay. I started out praying for two minutes, and I couldn't go any longer than that. But we begin to practice, and we stretch our muscles, and we begin to to learn how to, to activate and access our prayers from a different position that position is given to you because you are loved by a son so I'm saying that boldly so Derek and Jalen loves who is a son and that is what gives you access you don't have access to this because you were awesome today or that you were amazing for the last week or you read your Bible or or that is not why you have access. You have access because a son handed you an invitation and said, come into my family. That's the only reason why you have access. Is that a good, a good example? So I just want to give that, that, that blanket kind of statement that you have access because a son invited you into a family who loves, loves perfectly, no, knows what even love is. No, (laughs) but a family that is trying to understand what true love is and love is a person, love is him. And because you've been given an invitation, you have access to everything that's about to happen. And I don't know what's about to happen, but all it is is prayer in the fullness. Is that a good definition of encounter? When we say engage or encounter, I mean step into the fullness of prayer. You're not just begging and saying it with your words, but now you're feeling it. You're seeing it. You're hearing it. You're beginning to pray with your full heart, your full body. You're beginning to experience things in in its full measure. That's all this is. An encounter is prayer with all the senses, with your imagination activated. That means that you are not limited to praying the perfect prayer and, and speaking the certain way. But now, wait a minute, I'm allowed to just sit here and be quiet and hear something? I'm allowed to get goosebumps on my arm? Wait, that's the kingdom? Yes. Well, wait, but I was told that if I didn't read the Bible the right way and I didn't pray a certain way, I didn't know him. You can know him because you've got goosebumps on your arm. So you're beginning to feel him. You're beginning to touch him. So all this is, is practicing in prayer. And I want us to be bold about trading. Trading means here's what my prayer request is. And I'm giving that to you in exchange for the answer. Here's what I need from the kingdom, whether it's strategy for the community or I just need to live tonight. Whether it's I need to I want to break the back of sex trafficking all the way to um I just I, I just need to stop looking at pornography. It doesn't matter what that is, it's the ability to be able to bring forth what it is that you're carrying and be able to trade it into the answer. That's what his prayers, in the Bible it says, his prayers and supplications were made known. Do we know what that means? It means the prayers and his answers were made known. It means you pray from an answer position. You don't stop at begging. You receive the answer in your encounter, and we get to receive that tonight. Uh, Missy said something so powerful to me uh, because I've been struggling with, there's not enough time and I can't breathe. And she goes, but if one day, what is that? One day is a thousand years, right? (laughs) That means tonight, what I want to just do, when you guys said break the ice, it's an opportunity even if you're able to just engage without being distracted for 10 minutes that 10 minutes can save your life it is more than any meeting you can go to it is more than any heartbreak you can have it is more than any crying session you can have it is more than any counseling session you're ever going to go to you can come and, and 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 have a counseling session with us every single week and they're awesome you should do it but What's happening is, is we were dependent on the counseling and we weren't doing any work. I don't mean work like work. I mean, you have access to the best counselor. You have access to the answers. And so, so tonight in, in 10 minutes, your whole life can change. Everything can change, whatever needs to change. Or if it doesn't need to change and it's already amazing, it can just get more amazing. You're gonna learn something tonight. You're gonna feel something you never have. And I wanna honor Eddie's also here. Once again, a son who's invited into the family that is embraced, right? Who's a father. Come on, this is good kingdom stuff, right? Sons who love bring invitations that raise other sons to become fathers, to take authority, to take dominion, because he's not gonna, I mean, you're always gonna be a son, but you're not supposed to stay a son when you walk in maturity as a father. And there's some things that happened when you become a father. That's what's happening tonight. We were invited because you're a son, but when you pray and you start to exchange and you get breakthrough, you start to walk as a father. What I mean by a father is some authority in my home. I'm talking about a father has some dominion, has some power to change, has a voice, has a, has a, right? Amen? So we get to, so anyways, I just kind of wanted to set the tone and and just uh, lighten it up a little bit that all this is, is just one long prayer session that you get to activate every single sense in your body. Not just speaking, but everything, right? Feeling, touch, imagination, Amen? So Ellen is going to lead us in that prayer time because we don't have to do it alone. And we're going to, we're just going to begin to engage in some things. And then we've got some powerful stuff going on tonight. Amen. Amen.
0: I was just looking up because uh, this always sticks out to me and I don't know the actual number and I can't read how this is written, but, um, you know, like there's sound waves and there's light waves. You guys know that, like frequencies, hertz, like that there's waves of light. Remember that in science, uh, that they're the same thing. They're just either smaller or bigger. So a sound wave is a certain hertz and a light wave is a certain hertz and there's a gap in between them. Well, what we can perceive, meaning what your human body is capable to actually perceive as far as sound and light is like there's if I'm remembering right, right, there is 400 billion frequency hertz in between what we can physically perceive. But if you have different technology, if you have a different, if you have a microscope, if you have some other tool, you can perceive what's in between. That is just on earth. Like that's that's proven scientifically that you can ask a biologist that it isn't you know like a a spiritual thing well if you think about how much my physical body is not able to perceive right now meaning infrared lights black lights uh the like different, the sound that dogs can hear, that humans can't hear, right? We know all that. That's normal. That's normal to talk about. Like, yes, my dog heard a huge scree or the dog whistle. I can't hear it. He can, right? That's a normal thing to talk about. Well, what we're doing to just totally piggyback off of Apostle Tanya, what we're doing is we're just activating other senses that we're not used to using, right? Like we all know what it's like to get a feeling, or you walk into a room and someone just like makes you uncomfortable right have we all had that experience or you start having a conversation and you're like oh my god I need to get away from this conversation right that's a feeling (laughs) have we all had a feeling like that have you ever like going a a negative way have you ever driven down the road this just happened to me today I was driving down the road and literally a truck almost pulled out right in front of me. And I had three, four kids in the car. And have you ever had a situation like that where it sparks your imagination and then it just starts rolling, right? Oh my God, if I were to actually hit that car, I would be in the hospital, Anea would be dead. I would have to, we'd have to call Gabe, the boys are in the backseat, what would he do? What would we do? Have you ever had your mind just like, it's like a spark and it just goes. And you start, that's never happened to you? Oh, God. (laughs) Right? But like, you just start going. Well, that is your spirit. That is your imagination. That is you engaging with something, right? When it can just start and then it takes you over. And man, before you know it, you're making phone calls, making sure that you have life insurance, making sure that not that all of that isn't awesome and we shouldn't have life insurance, but when you're motivated by fear and you let something grip your heart, right? Have we ever let something grip our hearts where then we are just a puddle on the ground in the fetal position? Like, we're going to die. It's over. It's all over. I might be the only one that gets really emotional, but that is a real thing. So what an encounter is, is activating your imagination and letting the Holy Spirit meet you there. So rather than having an imagination and an encounter, literally envisioning what Gabe is going to do without me in life, like... Rather than envisioning that, I'm, in, I'm encountering him in a whole other world of all of the provision. What angels were around my car? What, what angels were protecting that man that was driving the truck? Excuse me, was driving the truck. What, what else is going on that we can't see? If it's scientifically proven with different tools that we can actually perceive, what's in the 400 billion hertz that we can't see with our own eyes? Well, what's there that science can't prove, right? What's going on in this room that you can't see with your eyes, If you're feeling something in your heart, I can't see what you're feeling, I just see the look on your face. Sometimes with some of us, we can really tell what that means. But with some of us who have a better poker face, we don't know what's going on in your heart. So that just, you know, we have feelings, we have thoughts, we have, you have an imagination for a reason. And just like Mama Tanya is explaining, we were once told, or maybe, hopefully not all of us, but some of us have been told that imagination is bad. You shouldn't fantasize. That's wrong. You need to grow up. You need to, you know, whatever. Fantasies is always tied to pornography or to something bad, When the truth is, Yahweh gave you an imagination because he wants to give you creativity to take dominion over the earth. You know, you can have an encounter and literally get a download of an invention and bring it to earth. That I know a guy that's doing that right now, that's building an entire company off of a whole new concept that we've never thought of before out of an encounter. Come on. Taking dominion of the earth, letting the Holy Spirit meet you somewhere and be able to impart in you where, where then all of a sudden, all of life is an encounter all the time. Right? That we're just living and breathing in both worlds all the time. That we're seeing angels all the time. That we're, we're able to identify exactly where Yeshua is and what he's doing and why he's doing it. Well, the, the, there's So we have to practice though right? Like we, we don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that, where I'm just living in that world. Oh my gosh, <clears throat> living in that world. I just got my bottom braces on and it makes it really hard to talk. <laughs> so sorry, I'm like lisping and there's a lot of spit. <clears throat> I don't know how to like swallow normal. Um, anyway, so we have to practice because it's weird. It's weird to have a corporate encounter. It's weird to like, well, this, what are we doing? This is like, I can't think of something to relate it to. But anyway, um, I felt some specific things with where he wants to take us tonight. And I hope that's all right. Um, Gabriel, can we just start this song over? This is like my favorite um, soaking song right now. And uh, all right. So what we're going to do is just. Um, I fell off of the word and yeah we can start getting comfortable let's feel the moment we're going like essentially all we're doing is we're just disengaging with what you've been engaged with all day and maybe this isn't you maybe you've been engaging in just all the heavens all day long and you came in here high and that's awesome if you did not and you came in like me that like ran through the door got the kids settled trying to down a cup of coffee then you might need a minute to just okay it's going to be all right um so all we are doing is just disengaging from what we've been engaging with and we're going to just engage with him and we're just we're just simply letting yeshua or jesus Show us something we've never seen before, or show us something we've never thought of before, or give us his perspective on a situation that's been really difficult. He, he gave you an imagination so that you could imagine it different, so that it can change. If we can't imagine it different, then we're just susceptible to how it is. If I can't imagine my life free and different and in provision and and healthy or if I can't picture it, then I'm never going to be even I'm never it's never even going to be possible to attain that if I can't even picture it. So all we're doing is allowing Yeshua to give you some thoughts and to give you some some perspectives about some things you're facing. Um, Especially in the context of owning. I just felt like there are things that prevent us from being able to own. That there's blocks, there's roadblocks, there's... There's difficulties that we have in being able to own what he's put in our heart. So, <clears throat> I'm going to totally follow the pattern that Apostle Tanya has laid out, and we're just going to go with it. Um, <clears throat> when you engage in the spirit, as she is taught, there's two entry points, because everything is in order with the lord right he brings everything into order and and we're going to enter through the cross yeshua made the ultimate sacrifice so that we could so that we could be free of who of the things that have kept us bound so that we can fully be his be go back to the original intent so with your eyes closed I want you to just picture the cross. I want you to picture where it's at. What does it look like? How big is it? Are there people around? But I want you to position yourself as if you're like coming from it. So does that mean you're sitting at the base of it? Does that mean you're like, is there a door? What is it for you? What does it look like to come from the cross? And from there, I want you to just start becoming aware of what is around the cross and I just want you to just start to walk You're going to start seeing more landscape. You're going to start seeing... um, You're going to find yourself on a path. And you're just walking. If this is weird, stay in it. Stay with me. We're walking through an encounter because sometimes it takes a minute for our like mind to slow down so picturing specific things just kind of allows your spirit to begin to just take over one thing I I do want to be very bold about is the first thing you see after I say something is the right thing this isn't like a well, was that the Holy Spirit? Was that God? Was that me? That is irrelevant. It was the right thing. So as you're on this path, you're going to start walking up a little bit. Like the, the path is kind of going up a little bit of a hill. And the... The terrain is somewhat rugged. It's beautiful, but it but it's it's terrain. You're walking on a path and, and you're you're at rest, you're at peace, you're just walking down this trail. As you're walking, all of a sudden you see Yeshua in the distance. Engage with where he is and what what is he doing when you first see him? What does he look like? What is he wearing? What's the expression on his face? What is his posture, and you're continuing to walk, you didn't stop, so you're getting closer. What is his posture, what is he, is he kneeling, is he running towards you, is he standing? now and you're still on the path you're still you you're still walking on this trail and you get to him. some in some fashion he starts leading you somewhere how is he leading you is he guiding you? He wants to show you something and he's he's taking you to a place in in what manner is he doing that? If you aren't If you aren't touching him, you are allowed to ask to be closer. he's leading you he's he has a specific place in mind and, and he He has a specific place in mind and he brings you to it and um, you just, you, you sit down. And all of a sudden you become aware that you are almost sitting on like a, um not like a cliff, but like the, the side of, of a mountain, and you look ahead and you can see Jerusalem, you can see a whole city. And he expresses to you that this is his secret place. in the Gospels when he says that he goes to the mountain and prays that this is where he would go. And he wants you to be part of that. He wants to invite you into his to that secret place. He just wants to um, just express some things to you. So you're going to just start hearing some things. It's not your own mind, you're not making it up. He's just going to start talking to you in that place. slowly he's starting to just bring something up that's really been bothering you there's something that you have that you've just been really wrestling with and and carrying How you're postured in sitting with him I want you to look down because all of a sudden you have something in your hands what what do you have what did you carry what do you have in your hands something that I I feel like he wants to just do an exchange. He wants to exchange what you what you've been carrying around or what has been weighing on you something that has that just feels like a block, feels like a like there like a separation. so whatever it is that you have in your hands i want you to to release it to him and allow yourself to let let that go to him let him take it from you He's going to start just speaking to you about why you're carrying it, why you have it in the first place, why it's gotten heavy or caused separation from the two of you. He's going to Ruach Hakodesh, she, like the Holy Spirit just starts ministering to tell your whole story of how you got here, how you got into that position to be carrying that Heavy over time maybe it didn't start out heavy or it didn't start out but why it got there He's going to continue explaining just some things about you, about your heart, about what he sees in you, why he's going to start speaking to his original intent for what it is that you're carrying. His original intent for your heart, for the experiences you've had, for the, the, the road, the journey that got you to this place. Sometimes when he goes like deeper and deeper, it can feel like, oh, okay, I'm done. I don't, I'm done. I just want to encourage you to just push through that emotion that comes up. Or even the like, this can't be real. This can't be, he wouldn't say that. He doesn't think I'm that good or whatever the, the fears that pop up want us to acknowledge that those are fears and that those aren't from him. So as he's talking to you about what you're carrying and what you've been carrying, he's going to pull, he, he took what you gave him and he's pulling something out. I see him like from around his back, he pulled something out to give you. there's something He wants to give you in exchange for what you just gave Him. And it's the first thing that you saw, the first thing that you felt that He's giving you that in place of starting to explain why that what it what is that what is that Yeshua why that how does what you're handing us relate to what we gave you just giving him some time and some space to be able to take his time. He's not in a rush to be able to put words to his heart for you. so slowly you start standing back up or getting back up and he starts walking you he starts just leading you and he's just he's just sharing his heart he's just talking to you just leads you right back down the path that you came, he's talking to you about Jerusalem, he's talking to you about what you're looking at, what you're doing, and eventually you make your way back to the cross where you started. I he just wants to leave you with a word like out of the whole encounter that he wants to leave you with one word as we get back to the cross just going to start to thank him for this encounter. You're going to thank him for what he spoke. You're going to thank just thank him for leading you in this way. Thank you for the exchange. Thank you for letting me leave with with him what we carried in and then you're just going to embrace however you and yeshua do whether it's a high five a tackle a bear hug how whatever is natural for you. You're just going to let him embrace you and you're going to embrace him. Then you're just going to thank him and just tell him that you'll see him later. just gonna give you a minute to let your heart settle and like let that word whatever he the word he gave you let it like make an imprint on your heart Family is so tenacious after him, so tenacious after the fullness of all of the kingdom of God on earth now, today, and it definitely requires us to do weird things together. <laughs> Does anyone feel like they're just aching to share what was just given to you or the exchange? If anyone wants to share, you're free to just stir all of our faith. It's always so cool to hear what other people are encountering. At the same time, that was definitely super intimate, so a requirement it's always hard to uh, not hard but I don't want to ever wake someone out of an encounter it reminds me of Song of Solomon when they say don't wake her before she's ready (laughs) it feels like this Like, don't wake somebody up when they're in the middle of an encounter. (laughs) I'm going to pass it off to Amber. We have some really, um, just a really special thing to do. Thank you for listening to this message from Kingdom Heirs International. If you have received insight and revelation with this message, we invite you to claim that revelation by trading on the trading floor with this ministry. You can do that at kingdomairsflag.org. Thank you.